Hi, I'm Lana, and this is Sherry, and this is Real Estate Tips with SNL. So today, we're excited to bring to you something new. Instead of just doing our videos, we have decided to bring on some podcasts, you know, an opportunity for us to talk a little bit more in depth about the subjects that, you know, we feel should matter to everyone out there that's involved in real estate. We still want to be your resource for real estate related items. Mm -hmm. And um, and we thought maybe today we could start with um, just kind of getting to know your realtor. There you go. Love it. All right. So you start. You want me to start? All right. You start. So so we thought we, we came up with a few questions and, um, and we thought it would be a little fun to start with, you know, how long have we been in real estate? So I got my real estate license in 2010. So, um, you know, I've been doing this now for about 14 years. Mm -hmm. And um, how long have you been with Coldwell Banker? Coldwell Banker, I think it's been 12 years. I didn't start with them, but uh, but I it's it's been a good 12 years and I can see myself continuing right up till the end. So we've known so each other 12 we have. years. We have, yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been doing real estate? <sighs> Let's see, way back in the day, no. Um, let's see, uh, 2002 and Coldwell Banker, I think this is my 20th year. And, um, when you came aboard, I remember when your office came aboard and I met you and I said, oh my God, does she have great energy? But she was so approachable. She was happy. She was talking with everybody. And I'm thinking, wow, she's going to be dynamo. Now, I never did any transactions or anything that I remember or doing with you, but what I remember is how approachable and um, just just uplifting you were. You were it was sweet. a great feeling. That's sweet. Thank you. You know, and I do remember actually before we, we met in the office having a phone conversation with you. I think I was going to show one of your listings. And oh. uh, so you don't, you may not remember <laughs> I that. I remember you. But, but, but I was thinking, you know, gosh, she's so, you know, up and energetic also, you know, and, and then I met you in person and I'm like, oh my gosh, she is the energizer bunny. You know, if there was a way to bottle up your energy, um, we would be very rich. <laughs> you don't stop. You don't stop. It's like, hey, let's go. Let's go. You're just, um, you are, you're, you're very high energy. And, um, and I think that what drew me to you was because uh, you're, we have like-minded business personalities. Right. So one thing that we want to make sure we point across is we're competitors. We are. We are. So we are top agents. We're in the same office. We compete. However, we love to collaborate, brainstorm, come up with some different ideas, some different ways to help our clients, um, new marketing ideas, just brainstorm um, pretty much any kind of level of real estate. Yes. So the interesting part, and I think what we have is we develop this collaboration where we have not only years of experience, but probably close to 2,000 transactions under our belts. Oh, together. yes. Yes. Combination. Yeah. So I think that we could write a book. That would be continuous, but we also have the experience, the knowledge, um, and I don't think anything would freak us out at this point. No, I mean, no. I don't think anything is going to be so challenging that we can't brainstorm or figure out. 
You know, it, it's funny you mention that because I can recall um, in the early years, you know, mm. when you're when you're newer to real estate and you get your first challenging transaction. Right. We know every right. transaction is different. There are no two exactly the same transactions. So that first one that kind of breaks you down, you know, right. um, burns you out thinking, you know, how, how could I have better prepared for this? Mm -hmm. And what happens is every time we have one of those transactions and they're, they're pretty frequent, you know, it, it's just because it's impossible to totally predict. Right. But the more of those that we have, the better prepared we are to help prevent them or to address any kind of issues that come up. Yeah. And I think it took going through those right. years right. Of, of learning to reach this point today. And don't you think this is all hands-on education? Yes. Like if we couldn't have had the energy and the drive and the, the passion for real estate in general, right? I mean, we both have the passion. Yeah. Um, there's ups and downs in real estate, but both of us have this drive. We just talked about the energy and how approachable and whatnot. I think that's what stands us out as well as um, in individual agents, but yet we're trying to bring local information, local resource to the community, to our clients. With all this background knowledge, we have so much to offer people. So I feel like this is a great way, these podcasts will be a great way to answer questions, to bring up scenarios that people Hadn't even thought of, right? Right. Or, you know, those one-in-a-kind type things that we can, like, dissect and just have a conversation, kind of figure that out for everyone. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Well, I feel like we just recently were talking about how um, there's a lot that we do behind the scenes oh. that, you know, we don't want our clients to be burdened with. No. You know, to understand that there's, you know, those obstacles... Um, you say you were carrying a TV set. <laughs> I was carrying it down the attic stairs today. So. <laughs> yes, all four ten of me carrying this huge sixty-inch TV. Right, but these are things you're right. Right, right. Yeah, you know, and and I think it's also great too that we have um, we have personal resources that can help us out. Um, you know, when we have needed work done, if we needed the painter, the electrician, you, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, whatever it, it is. I think like our inner circle, right? We've created um, an inner circle of. Um, lenders and attorneys and service providers and photographers and just things that can support the business. But also we can bring all of this. So think about those last minute things. Um, oh, we need a smoke certificate. We need a Title V done. We need, right. we have that ability because of the year's experience and just the way we collaborate and be able to give all this information to the community to our clients, friends and family, so-and-so. Tell me, tell me something more about you, Sherry, in the sense of um, like how you connect with the community, how you got involved in real estate. Like, Give me a little bit of background about that because I think this also connects with people where they know how they can communicate with us. Right, right. I would say that I think most people have a natural curiosity about real estate, you know, right. and... So, you know, I hear people say oftentimes that, oh, you know, I've, I've always loved houses and I can remember staring at floor plans, you know, oh, and, right. and, and that sort of thing. Um, you know, I, so it was, it was a natural curiosity that led me to real estate, but I initially got involved 
in a real estate office, not as a licensed realtor. Now, this would have been back in 2000, maybe. Okay. Um, and I was doing some, you know, office work, some marketing, you know, that sort of thing, part-time, mm-hmm. you know, because I was, um, you know, looking to leave my full-time job to do a little something, you know, while I was earning money and staying home, taking care of my children. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, four kids. So, you know, I went through, you know, I, my, my kids are, are gapped, you know, age gapped. Age I've gapped. got, right. I've got five to seven years between each of right. them. So, um, so every time it got easy, I made it more difficult, <laughs> 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 you know, just, we'd get rid of a crib and then need to buy yeah, a new yeah, one, yeah. you know, yeah, and, yeah. and, uh, yes, yes. And then when my youngest turned five, we got a dog because you should have a puppy to, to now mm-hmm. fill that void. But, um, but with that, I had all these, connections in my life. And I was involved in, um, you know, well, raising my kids in Lemonster, I was involved with uh, the the Lemonster Moms Club, the uh, Lemonster, you know, the PTO of the schools, the Pop Warner and Cheer. I got involved in the Doyle Field Foundation. I've just, uh, I did a lot of volunteering. It seems that um, being a mom was very helpful because yes. you were in the school system quite a bit and, yes. and constantly. <laughs> but you have a connection with parents and, you know, what's going on with them and how your situation was. So you were able to connect with that kind of, you know, the community that way. Right. You know, right. and so I'm sure going forward, it's also a way you're probably seeing the kids of your clients now buying. And so now you're getting this repeat, but it's probably, you know, a really great way that you could connect with the community because of the way you were involved with the kids. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I mean, we talk a lot about having a sphere in, in real estate Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize I was creating one. Mm -hmm. Um, it just, it, it sort of happened naturally. And, um, and a lot of it happened because it was, you know, the parents of my children's friends. Right. And, right. you know, and it was a different group of parents because they were, you know, so, you know, mm-hmm. age gapped there. So, yeah, it, it was it was um, it was interesting. And, and then like everybody, I got into real estate and I shouldn't say it like everybody. But for me, I got into real estate because I thought I could do it part time, oh, right. you know, and and bring a little bit of money and I could right. have flexible hours. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did put my youngest in the, you know, in the back seat while I went to listing appointments and mm-hmm. showings. And he did all of that with me. Um, it was you, and I always credit you with this, who told me, um, because I started gaining multiple part-time jobs, and you were the one who said to remove the safety net and just do this job full-time. Cut the cord. You cut the cord, yeah, yeah. And I took your advice, mm-hmm. and um, and your energy, you know. Here we go. Not physically. <laughs> Mentally, <laughs> you, know, you I, yeah. I mean, my idea of a vacation is is on a you know beach somewhere with a cocktail that has an umbrella. Yeah. Your idea is to climb Everest, you know. So <laughs> we might be a little different that way. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, which also that speaks to your personality too, Lana. You know, it, it just um, you know you are always looking for challenges. I guess I can see that. Yeah, I I don't like to look for the challenge. I like when the challenge comes to be able to uh, brainstorm and work through it. So I feel that there is 
n- nothing so high that you cannot um, work it out or figure it out. There's um, always going to be a solution. Right. But I feel for me, um, recreation is a big part of even my business. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm showing property or going to a listing, I kind of want to dissect what's around it. So when I'm meeting people, I kind of use the recreation part of talking about the fun things the family could do or if you have a dog, like where you can walk the dog, Mm -hmm. right? So I kind of bring that into my business um, and I learn a lot about what is available for recreation in areas that I, you don't see because we are so fortunate where we are. But it's true. um, There is no doubt in real estate, there's challenge after challenge for a word, but I think there's always a solution. So for me, it was um, sometimes going on those long hikes has helped me resolve these (laughs) solutions. So so it's not that you seek out challenges, Mm -hmm. it's that you seek out solutions to problems. Yeah, you you know, know, we're the problem solvers. But I don't, well, all right, so... Going to going on a on this expedition mm-hmm. that you did. Oh, you know, right. Space now, camp. right, right. So, I mean, that's also about you know overcoming obstacles and and sort of preventing that ceiling that says you know I can't I can't go above that. You know. It, yeah, um, that's true. So I did hike Base Camp Everest. Thank you for reminding me. No. So, <laughs> well, our, I know I've told you this, and I want you to tell about your your experience here, but. Um, I am not ever going to hike to the base camp of Everest, but I am going to brag that I know someone who did, you know, my friend Lana, you know, and, and as if it, you know, I'm taking full credit for yeah. what you did. So you just keep up the good work. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a great, um, you know, it never was something in my mind to, oh, I got to go achieve, right? It was more about the whole process of walking through the Himalayas and seeing the Himalayas and, and whatnot. Um, we want to hear about Everest. Stop dancing around the subject. Tell us because we are living vicariously through you. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Everest, the tallest mountain in the world. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. All right. So um, I did hike to base camp and I did not know it was on a glacier. Had no idea. Um, so I hiked through the Himalayas. We did about 80 miles. It was a 13 day trek. Um, let's see. There's a real thing called altitude sickness, like a real thing. And it's really a sickness. It's really bad. Um, so how do you prepare for that? Yeah. Well, okay. So that's a great, great question. So I YouTubed people that went, you know, base camp. Um, so this is 17,600 feet roughly. Oh, so, so you think like I've gone to 14,000 feet before skiing. And I've gone, um, you know, I've never hiked to a certain point, but I've been up an elevation. So I thought, "Mm, this is nothing, right? But there's really no way to like actually know if you're going to get sick or not. I know they have these um, gyms or these things that you can go in and you can get hooked up and they take away your oxygen and give you oxygen and stuff. But honestly, we had one of my friends that were in the group and he did have altitude sickness. Um, So... You do take your medication. Um, you do hike extremely slow. And when I'm saying slow, we're not talking, we're talking like one, two, like really slow. And yes, we have the ups and yes, we have the downs. 
But are you are you taking oxygen? No. Are you? I mean, I'm sure wish. hydration. There, obviously, it's it's staying hydrated. Yeah. Um, but so there's no oxygen oxygen tanks, nothing it, like that. It's carried, of it, course. Yeah. You know, they carry yeah. it. But on my trek, um, even though I did have a huge depletion, um, they check your oxygen level. Um, the cure so that you don't have an emergency and have to be helicoptered out is you got to get down. That's the only cure. That's That would be an easy one for me. Yeah. I'll see you later. I'm going down. <laughs> so I didn't get really bad until I hit base camp and it came on all of a sudden. Um, and then when I was starting to trek down the next day, it took a long time and then slowly... And I had stopped eating for a couple of days, by the way. So I wasn't eating. I was drinking my water, but I wasn't eating. And all of a sudden, I looked at my Sherpa and said, I need some toast now. <laughs> like, I need some food now. Um, but the whole process, the Himalayas were amazing. Like, you could see Everest in the distance. But you're, like, looking at the tallest mountains in the world. That like, is amazing. The There's snow-capped, and you're walking along the Himalayas, and then it's uh, paths, right? You're walking along the paths. Um, so the other thing that I did learn about going there is when you're done for the day, like, what do you do? Like, there's no internet, right? You don't get on and you scroll. You, you don't go huddle against a nice warm fire. You don't do anything. Like, anything. So now you're just sort of stuck with your thoughts. So remember you said earlier, you got so much energy, blah, blah, blah. Okay, what do you do with that? Yeah. Like you're done for the day and you have more energy. What do I do? Oh, well, I'd love to call my clients and like keep business going, but there is nothing to do. So you kind of like um, when they say like just be present, like you are just present. So being away as long as I was, it did bring me back to realize that peace so I just want to add that into real estate just to tell you a little bit of what I learned about it. I know I'm always bringing it that's up. That's okay. That's all right. But what I'm going to tell you is that's the piece that really helps with the brainstorming is you're hustling, bustling, you're moving things and everything is, you know, everything's high speed, right? But when you're really listening and you pay attention, you just listen to the client or listen to the what the issue is and you sit back, you know this happens, right? You sit back and you go... Ah, I got it. Instead of going back and forth, 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 right? Yeah. So the same thing with the hike. It's like every day you got up. So all that soreness and all that stuff, you know, when you climb the 4,000 footers, I just did a 4,000 footer the other day and I was like, oh, my body's so sore. But doing the Himalayas every day, just being consistent and a nice, easy pace and slowing down, there was no soreness. So it's it's more of a gradual. Oh no, there's up. Oh, there, oh, all right. <laughs> I, I had all to get right. to seventeen thousand feet, right? I told you, I, I on Sunday I did the hobo hike with my book club. You oh. know, I don't even know how many. That's awesome. That was. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was at the the back of the pack. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We, we sang Christmas carols. Yeah. We we had yeah. you know I don't know. We just did our little thing. But um, but while I was there, you know, and everybody's out there just. Being athletic. <laughs> and I said, hey, do you know my friend Lana? She went to Everest. <laughs> you did. I sure did. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I, my goodness. I told you, I, I am taking credit. Yeah. I am taking full credit, and I am not going to do it. Well, I can tell you that anyone can do it. Yes, there's a little training just for distance, but 
anyone can do it. You did a lot of training. Mm. You you were wait. The worst part of the training was every day you well it, it, during the week you planned out when you're going to hike and the days that was your day to hike it didn't matter if it was pouring rain out you were out there and there was a lot of um, clips and stuff that I took because I was out there in the pouring rain because what the Himalayas are not going to wait for me oh it's raining so now we have to take a break well of course not so it wasn't all pleasurable but actually I miss it. Because it was like I put my boots on and went right outside the door and I just went from my house. So you just went till you did like, you know, six, eight miles. Right. And come back right. home. Right. But I, I feel that that's your your personality. You know, you the uh, the dopamine you're getting, you know, you're you're out there and you're you're doing your daily exercise, yeah. whatever it is. Mm. Um, you and I are both early morning people. Right. Um, it's not uncommon for us to be on the phone at 6.45 a.m. And up? so, yeah, yeah. Well, there is the text first, ready for a call, you know, and and uh, and it could be that brainstorming moment. But yeah. I, while we're on the phone and I'm sipping my coffee and just kind of getting, you know, yeah. acclimated to my day, you, I can hear the heavy breath and I can, or, or even in the wintertime, the crunch of your boots hitting the snow as you're hiking in the woods at 6:45 a.m. Yeah. and I'm I'm wondering, you know, how much longer before my second cup of coffee. <laughs> so we're a little different that way, but the mind, yes. the mind is going and um but that's what I mean, you know, you were doing this 7 days a week. You're and before you started prepping for Everest, you were doing this 6 Days a week, you know, like three or four. I know, I get it. I'm an outdoors girl, right? So I love being outside. Anything outside, get me outside. So some of my um, uh, family members will say, you take a phone call at six o'clock in the morning? I'm like... Well, yeah, that's when my brain is like really wide awake. And so you it's can just get me. Sherry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just her calling. But yeah, you know, I think everybody has their little outlets, you know, whatever they like to do. Um, yeah, I mean, I know I'm a little, but I'm a lot more um, uh, relaxed about it than I was. Like, I'm like enjoying it much more than yeah. it was. It's not a job, right? It's enjoyable. So I like it. Well, you know, they... It does become a lifestyle. Yes. You know, our phones are an extension of our mm-hmm. arms. You know, they're mm-hmm. always there. Um, we're constantly thinking about business. Always. Um, you know, I, and I can understand that that, that must have been um, pretty difficult for you while you were, you know, at, without cell service. <laughs> because um, I, well, I mean, I, I got, you know, married a few years ago. Yeah. Um, and I was working on my honeymoon, you mm-hmm. know, but it didn't feel like work. Right. You know? And it I, doesn't I mean, feel like work. I, my husband might not have appreciated it, <laughs> but, I, but it. I was like, I'll be right back. I'm going right. to go to the hotel room and, and, you know, I got to write up this offer. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, and taking these calls. And, um, I mean, our families definitely get used to the fact they that do. we're, you know, always on, um, but, and that might be at, you know, six in the morning while you're out on a hike. Yeah. And I just, that's a good point you just brought up. You know, the thing about, um, you know, I know a lot of people say, well, you've got to have balance in your life. Well, we do have balance, yeah. right? We can go on our honeymoon and still be um, enjoying our work, um, but still giving our time to our friends and our family and whatnot. And there's a lot of balance to that. So when, when um, you know, I'm working out, it's not about, 
oh, this is my time. That's time for like my juices flowing here, you know, right. and, and this right. is what's um, helping what I really enjoy doing. Right. So I, I think that we both can balance things and, you know, it's not um, a threat or takes away from yeah the family and friends. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's definitely a seven days a week job. But it's not 24 hours a day. You know when we're having you know. karaoke at your house? Yes. It's hard not to talk real estate in between. So, <laughs> so we're gonna talk real we're gonna talk karaoke. That's it. That's it. All right. Now now the bag yeah. has been opened. There goes the cat. Oh. Yeah. Um, I know. Well, and that's that I think I got my first transaction. Um, or my first client was was uh singing karaoke so you know and it's not because I'm that good because I did not get signed to any kind of recording deal (laughs) but I sold a house okay (laughs) see people connect with you yeah yeah but uh but yeah I agree it's it's whatever social thing we're doing Mm. it you know everywhere you go people are asking questions you know and, and that's just part of real estate the statement that you said earlier you were so right like it doesn't, there's no real ceiling, right? So there's really, it's just how do you get from point A to point B? So think about all the transactions that we have going on. Um, we've gone through ups and downs in real estate since, you know, look at the span of 20 years being in real estate. That might not be super long as some of the agents we know that have been in 40 years, right? Right, right. But um, when you're seeing the ups and downs, going through a short sale period, a foreclosed period, a um, escalation period. Mm -hmm. We have had ups and downs, but we're constantly, because we're so vested in the industry, um, and we're so fortunate to have the collaboration, that we're almost just always ahead of the curve, right? So we know something else is changing. There's always going to be something coming at us. But we're always um, being able to continue to find a solution or or with our resources, find some, you know, answers or assistance for it. So I think that's what makes um, this work so well. Mm -hmm. And because we compete... So, you know, we compete. We have our own separate businesses. We compete, but we collaborate. We collaborate. You know, I think it's a very healthy competition. Absolutely. You know, um, it is such a weird industry that we work in, in that respect, mm-hmm. because, yeah. you know, you do need to, we're in a relationship, you know, type of business. Extremely and emotional. It's definitely emotional. Extremely yep, emotional. Yep. I, I mean, and, and that being said, sometimes people are selling because of hardships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to make sure that you're there as a sounding board as well. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's so important. I, I know you and I've talked about this, too, that it's the opportunity to think outside the box. Um, it's extremely helpful to have somebody within the office which mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I have yeah. you. Um, and we've got some other people too. We've got, we have a really great office. Yeah, it's you know, amazing. Like, um, not just because we have top, top agents in there, but we have people that have experience right. and knowledge and creativity, right? Because I was not given the creativity piece of... Um, you know, organizing a home or my office, it looks pretty plain Jane, where you could go out and I ha- love my, right. you can those set creative that all up. juices flowing. Right. Yes. But we yep. have the variety in our office that I think is very, very helpful. And it also um, 
keeps everybody's energy up, right? So everybody is just, oh, what can we do? If we get in a slump, we, we come up with an idea and it keeps us moving and keeps us going. So I think if anything, I'm hoping the message comes across that um, the community knows they can reach out to us. We'd love to be your local resource. We have so much information upstairs that we'd love to share so that we hope that this podcast and these series that we're going to offer, because we are going to be bringing some information. We just wanted everyone to get to know us. Yes. To feel yeah. like they can, like we're just normal people. We're here with a lot of information and no question is a dumb question, right? right? Because everyone has gone through it once or twice. And so we wanted people to be able to feel like, hey, I just have a question. I don't want people to call me and say, like, let's sell or let's buy. I just got questions. This is yeah. what we're here for. Yeah. Oh, I, I want this to be interactive. Absolutely. I, I definitely want to hear from people. Yeah. Um, I know that that um, on social media, um, you know, you put out that you got some great questions and I'm, I'm looking forward to addressing yeah. that. And right. You know, especially from those that are thinking of buying or selling, or maybe it's just even, you know, general questions, you know, right. and, and, um, you know, I, we don't, we're not, we're not for a lack of chatting, so we can, <laughs> oh, we could go on, we, we could, could go, go on. on, we could absolutely, but to be able to, you know, I want to help people. I, right. I love helping people and I think there's no better feeling, uh, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, when you know that somebody is um, is happier because of what you've done. So, so bottom line is we want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. We want to answer what we can. We want to give our uh, resource information to you. So we would love it. And we hope that you'll find the next series of podcasts that we're going to set up is um, interesting and, and helpful. Yes, yes. So, so you know where to find us. Yeah, yeah we're at Caldwell <laughs> Banker in Lemonster, and we would like to be your resource locally for anything real estate related. Thank you. Thanks.